This is a Hoff Studios podcast. Welcome to another edition of a Total Degenerate podcast. I am your host, Michael Ellison. What's going on? How is everybody doing out there? I don't know why I'm asking that. You can't talk back to me. This is a podcast. I should know that. (laughs) I do know that. It's like talking to... I'm talking into the void is what I am doing. That's what I do every week. I'm talking to nobody. Kind of like when I was... I mean, I was trying to talk to somebody the other day, but it was basically like talking to nobody. I might as well have been talking to nobody because the guy I was trying to talk to is a fall-down, absolute train wreck drunk who has no uh, self-control or, uh, you know, ability to uh, function as an adult. Uh, I think I've mentioned this uh, particular man before on the podcast. I don't know. I would have to check, and I don't really do research. So, uh, you know, I would... Maybe you guys could remember... Leave it in the comments or whatever. I don't care. Anyway, so I got this all drunk. His name's Billy Starr. I don't even care. I'm actually using his real name. Fuck this guy. Look him up. He's like a disgraced real estate agent. Uh, That was like his big thing. He was the local real estate guy. He made a lot of money. And... uh, Then he uh, started partying like a rock star, and he blew all the money. So now he lives in this uh, dilapidated uh, shitbox of a house, uh, and he just gets wasted all day long. Like, shit-faced bomb drunk all day, every day. And he's an absolute nightmare to deal with. As long as I've been working at this pizzeria, this drunk asshole has been ordering pizza from us. Um, He goes back as long as time. Like, when you think about it, like, he literally, he was watching the Cuban Missile Crisis making margaritas and, uh, you know, ordering Sable pizza. So that's how far back he goes. So he's sort of like a uh, legend of Sable pizza. You know, he's a legend of the town. Um. You know, like, not in a good way of being a legend. Not like Michael Jordan legend. Like a sad legend of uh, making all the wrong decisions and uh, pretending that they were the right ones. That's the type of legend this fucking clown is. Anyway, so, um, he's been ordering forever, and it's really fucking hard to deal with him on the phone because he's always shit-faced he's never like he can't coherently get the fucking words out of his mouth um and nobody wants to deal with him like at my job now i'm the only person that like can handle talking to him they basically hand the phone off to me like you speak drunk right here take the phone and talk to this absolutely abhorrent piece of shit so um and by the way he's not 
an absolutely abhorrent piece of shit because he's a raging alcoholic. Like, that's actually something that makes him a sympathetic character in a way. But ultimately, where he's a raging piece of shit is he has absolutely no people skills. He's rude as fuck to everybody he talks to. I mean, I remember when I first started working there, uh, he would call up and he'd call up for a delivery and let's just say he called up at 3 o'clock for his delivery. By 3.15, he was calling asking where the fuck his delivery was. And that's exactly what he would say. He'd be like, where the fuck is my delivery? And he'd curse everybody out. Like, every other day, he was cursing out somebody on the phone at the pizza place. Because, and, because he's Billy Starr. And, he's a, and, he, would and that's, he was one of those guys who'd throw his name around. Like, he, like, we were all supposed to fucking... Oh, it's... It's Billy Starr. Oh, my God. How could we make this egregious mistake of making you wait till your food was actually fucking cooked to bring it to you? What a horrible, horrible, hellacious thing for us to do to you. You poor, poor man. We forgot that you one time sold a building downtown Sayville. So we got to bow to you as the real estate ma master of masters. You're... The greatest thing that's happened since sliced bread. I mean, come on, you're Billy Starr. How do we not? How do we not praise ye? Praise thee. Praise ye. Praise ye. Praise Kanye. All right, never mind. Um, yeah. So this is the guy we're dealing with. So he, uh, this past Saturday, he calls up, and my coworker answers the phone, and she's. She tried, she tried for a minute, and then she just looked at me and was like, no. Just shook her head, no. Didn't even put him on, didn't say put him on hold or anything. She just put the phone down. She literally just, she had enough where she couldn't even listen to his voice anymore. And she just point, put the phone down, shook her head, no, and looked at me and went, that's your problem now. That's your problem, Tubbs, get on the phone. So I get on the phone and I'm already like before I've a word is spoken because, you know, this is 17 years in the making of dealing with this man. I'm like, I just get I'm like, what do you want, Billy? He's like, it's my, it's my. I'm like, yeah, it's, it's my. That's how he says my name. Right. I'm like, yeah, it's me. What, what's up? He's like, I want to order some food. Like, no shit. That's why you that's why you're calling us. So he has this really annoying habit of uh never knowing what he wants to order. So you'll be like, "All right, so what do you want, Billy?" He's been keep in mind, it's the same menu for 60 fucking years. It's a, a fucking Italian pizzeria. The food has not changed. Chicken parm, eggplant parm, pizza, heroes, you know what I mean? Like this is the same elementary fucking menu basically everywhere you go. Maybe there's some differences based on what pizza place you go to. Maybe they make a couple of different specialty dishes. Maybe they do a little more seafood than other places. But ultimately speaking, the basics are there. So it's not a fucking, this should not be a mystery, even for a uh, blackout drunk 80-year-old with wet brain. Uh, but no, of course it is. So now he starts, 
he does one of my the things that annoys me the most. He goes, what do you recommend? He always asks what you recommend. So what I do is I recommend, I well, what I used to do is I would just recommend random items because no matter what you recommend, he never gets that. So you'll be like, what do you recommend? I'll be like, I recommend the baked ziti. He'll be like, oh, I don't want that. Fuck that shit. So I was like, all right, so what? why are you asking? Why are you bothering to ask me what I recommend when you're never going to ever, 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 ever listen to what I recommend? What is the point of this? Other than to just extend the conversation and make my life that much more annoying. Because you are a drunk moron. But you can't say that. Of course you can't say that. So after I get the recommendation out of the way, I, uh, you know, I patiently wait for him to finally make his decision. And he never, so I, I've actually even tried recommending the things that he normally orders because his order is bizarre. The guy never orders like a real meal. He'll get like baked clams and like a slice of cheesecake. Like what the fuck? kind of meal is this I, I don't know an appetizer of baked clams and a piece of cheesecake so like yeah he'll like the other day he's like what, what do you recommend I'm like I recommend baked clams and a piece of cheesecake that was what he ordered the, the day before that or a couple of days before last time he ordered whatever it was and he's like no 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 whatever so finally you squeeze the fucking order out of him you know, and it's uh, it it's painful. Um, I I get to the end of the order, and he goes, he goes, all right, put three dollars on the card, hang up. You know, like bye, click. And the reason why he does that is because he assumes that we have his credit card information on file. And at one point, we kind of did. We actually, you know, not that we have a filing cabinet of any type of sort. It's a fucking pizzeria, but we wrote down his credit card information and kept it on a piece of paper because he's such a bad drunk, you can't get him to read the card numbers. And he acts like it's a scam. He acts like you're trying to fuck him if you actually, if you get him to read the card numbers. So now I go to look for the piece of paper and the piece of paper's gone. I don't know where it went. I don't know who did what with it. But the fucking information that we needed is now gone. So now I'm like, fuck, I don't have his card information. The other thing that should be known is Billy doesn't answer his phone. He screens all of his phone calls because he's paranoid that like somebody's coming to get him, which is kind of hilarious that he thinks that if somebody is trying to come get him, that they're going to call first. That if he, you know what I mean, if he knows the number, he's somehow saving himself time and they can't kill him or whatever. Not to mention who's trying to kill this man to begin with. He's a shut in alcoholic who doesn't do anything but sit around in his underwear yelling at people on the phone. He has no real, uh, you know, value in being somebody to, to murder. You know what I mean? Not to mention he's doing a good enough job of it himself. He's going to die soon. He's not long for this world. So, <laughs> sorry, it's just the truth. It's not, it's not always going to be a joke. It's sometimes it's just the harsh realities. Uh, yeah, you can't drink a bottle of tequila every day 
up until you're 80 and expect to live. Yeah, you're going to die. So uh, he's going to die soon. Anyway, not the point. So he screens the phone calls and he uh, refuses to answer. So I gotta, you got to call back like 17 times before he'll call you, finally call you back. He's got like an old school answering machine too. So like I, you can actually leave him an answering machine and he can hear you leaving the machine message in real time because he actually uses like a, a fucking old school tape recorded answering machine. And like he, I, I mean, he's the only person in the, in the world that still has a fucking, you know, a, an outgoing message on their answering machine as well. Which is kind of hilarious because he sounds somewhat normal. Like he recorded himself with the answering machine message literally like 27 years ago. And so he sounds like a relative, like you would think you're calling a normal person. It's a very tricky thing. So finally I get him to call me back at the pizza place. And he's not giving me. He's not giving me the fucking card numbers. He's arguing that I have them. It's bullshit. And he hangs the phone up on me. So I'm like, whatever. I'll just get it out of him when I get there. I'm, a, I'm annoyed, but I'm like, I'm going to get the fucking info when I get to his house. I'm going to get. I'll shake him down. Right. So I show up with the food. And he, he's he doesn't want to answer the door. Because I think, I think he might be getting foreclosed on. I'm really not sure what the deal is. But he's, a, he's petrified of anybody that knocks on his door. So he only sticks his head out the window. He sticks his head out the window. And he's like, what do you want? I'm like, I'm here with your, Billy, it's me with your food. For the hundredth thousandth time. You want your food, right? You want, you want your food? I'll be right there, right? So he comes down. And I'm like, Billy, you didn't pay for this. You got you to gotta cough some cash up here or something. We, we got to square this away. So you guys have my credit card info on file. I'm like, no, we don't. We don't have your credit card info on file. If we did, this would have been paid for by now. We, we lost it. We lost the credit card info. So he gets all upset again. And now he's, he's lecturing me. On how dare we lose his credit card information. Meanwhile, his credit card is somewhere in the house. I'm guessing in his wallet or wherever. But he's lecturing me on how I'm irresponsible for losing his credit card information on a piece of paper at my job. This guy's drunk. It's not even fucking one o'clock in the afternoon. Bombed. Bomb drunk. Drinking what he was calling a margarita which was actually uh, tequila in a Chinese food soup container. And I know for a fact that it was a Chinese food soup container. You know why? Because there was still like half a dumpling floating in the Chinese food soup container. So he's drinking this weird mix of uh, wonton soup or whatever with uh, tequila, calling it a margarita, and he's lecturing me on, you know, responsibility... And, you know, doing the right thing and blah, blah, blah. I know he's kind of making sense because 
to be honest with you, his credit card is definitely better off in my hands. It is. Like, it, it would be. It, it would be. The guy, I mean, he calls in food for his friends and shit sometimes. He'll just, like, randomly call him, like, Hey, it's Billy Starr. Send him a couple of chicken palm heroes over at blah, blah, blah. Let him know I sent it. Like, he's just spending recklessly all the time, and he clearly doesn't have the money anymore. He's broke as fuck. He's got two cars with all four flat tires sitting in the driveway. It's horrible. The house is disgusting. It's literally a habitat. When I have to go inside that, I feel like I am entering a creature's habitat. It is not a home. It is not a dwelling. It's disgusting in there. It's like it's like somebody played the game Jumanji uh, in the Brady Bunch house. You know what I mean? Where, like, it's half rainforest, half 1950s home. You know, there's there's cobwebs and old 50-year-old appliances on the walls. Like, he's still got, like, you know, a George Foreman grill that's just covered in, like, caked in years of grease and grime and disgustingness. Just covered in, like, you know, cobwebs and dust. It looks horrible. The whole place is just a, a real fucking dump. So, um, he's refusing to give me the card information. I'm like, you got fucking cash? He's like, yeah, I got cash. Pulls out some cash, pays the bill. And I'm like, all right, I'm out of here. And I'm, and I'm thinking nothing of it, right? This was, this was on a Saturday. And I'm figuring, all right, I'm off on Sunday. What could possibly go wrong, right? I, I'm, Whatever. I wake up Sunday and I'm going through my normal morning routine, order myself some breakfast, turn on an episode of The Shield, having a nice little Sunday morning, and then I get the call. And it's my coworker and she's all freaked out because Billy Starr called. Somehow she was able to get the order out of him. But, of course, he did the same thing he did to me the day before where he said, put a tip on for the driver and click hung up the phone because he's pretending that we still have his card information. So now I'm like, all right, give me his house number and I'll call him. So now I get on the phone and I got to do the same thing with the fucking answering machine and the, the screening of the calls. I got, I literally had to call him, I think like 11 times in like a three minute period to finally get him to, see the missed call, and call me back. So when he calls me back, he's all angry and, and, and fucking inquisitive. He wants to fucking, you know, ask me 21 questions. Who is this? Why are you calling? What's your business? You state your business, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, Billy, it's Mike from the pizza place. You got to give us the credit card information. I don't have it. I can't charge your credit card without your numbers. So finally, after arguing and arguing and arguing, because this goes on, that conversation, by the way, lasted about 20, 25 minutes. Like, I'm not even doing it justice how just how many dumb questions he kept throwing out at me about what's my business, why am I calling him, why am I harassing him, 
I'm harassing him. I'm harassing him meanwhile trying to bring him food that he ordered. So I finally get the credit card information and I'm like, all right, this problem is solved. I call the girl back. I give her the card number. I'm like, here you go. Charge him. Charge him for his shit. And uh, I'll see you later. Whatever. My job, my good deed for the day is done. You would think it ended there, but of course it does not. No, no, no. So now that Billy sees my phone number in his call log, I guess, assuming he does have some form of caller ID and he's not just star six nining every fucking incoming call after the fact, which might be what he's doing because every, every, everything in the guy's house is ancient history. He does not own modern-day appliances for the most part. So uh, he um, keeps calling me back, asking me various different things. What do I know about plumbing? What do I know about paving stones? Can I give him an estimate on making a stone paveway down the left side of his driveway? Can I... Uh, you know, can I fix a roof? What can I, whatever. And like, I, every time I'm like, Billy, this is Mike, the pizza delivery guy, Billy. I am your pizza delivery guy. I don't know anything about paving stones. I don't know anything about building a walkway down the left side of your driveway. I can't fix these problems that you keep calling me about, but you have to stop calling me. Yeah, okay, yeah, okay, okay. Kept calling, kept calling, kept calling. I had about 20 phone calls by the end of the day from Billy Starr. Obviously, I stopped answering after a while, but then he was leaving me drunken voicemails, asking for estimates on pavers and all this shit. And so, finally, the last phone call I answered would be at 5.30 in the morning, Monday morning, right? I wake up to the fucking phone buzzing. I see it's him, and I'm so instantly mad that he calls that early in the morning that I answered it just so I can curse him out, just so I can fucking ream into him. And I went pretty, pretty hard in the paint. Not... As hard as I wanted to go. But I, I, I called him a boozeball drunk idiot. I told him to stop fucking calling me. You know, I, I, I screamed. I yelled. And I was pretty pissed. I go back to sleep. Uh, wake up, go to work. When I get to work, of course, who's already placed an order for baked clams and a slice of cheesecake? Billy fucking star. So I'm, I can't escape this guy. My life is now connected to his life. Apparently you walk inside that habitat and now you're cursed. And he is going to track me and follow me until the end of my days. Because somehow he's going to outlive me. He's going to live in his jungle habitat on, on the side of in this fucking old school house where he used to be, you know, it was legal for him to beat his wife and whatever. That It still looks like that same house from 1950. And, uh, you know, uh, 
I'm just going to be tortured by this all drunk real estate agent until I jump off a bridge or whatever I end up doing to make the pain go away. So I'm enraged again. I'm like, you know what? Now it's time to do it face to face. I'm going to scream at him worse than I did on the phone at 530 in the morning. I'm going to go bananas on this guy because I just I have had enough. I've had enough Billy Star for three fucking days of my life. So I I drive to the house and I'm I'm fired up. I'm I'm fucking I'm blasting DMX on my way there. X gonna give it to you, you know, trying to hype myself up for my, you know, incoming battle that I'm about to have with this all drunk piece of shit. And, uh, you know, I get there and I ring the doorbell and he comes down. I can hear him trotting down and I'm like waiting for it. I'm waiting to hear the noises. Cause he makes these drunk noises when he, when he starts, not really words, just a series of random grunts and noises. So I'm waiting to hear that, knowing that he's in full form at 11 a.m. on a Monday, figuring he's bombed up as always. But shockingly, he was relatively sober. I mean, about as sober as he can be. You know, he may, I don't know how many drinks he had had at this point, but he was actually fairly coherent. And he opens the door and he's like, hey, you and I had a tough weekend. That's what he said. You and I had a tough weekend. And I was like, yeah, that's, that's one way of putting it, Billy. You and I had a tough weekend. Sure. He goes, well, I just wanted to let you know that I I appreciate everything you do for me. And, uh, you know, I'm really sorry for uh, the early morning phone call and all the bullshit. You know, I, I'm just, I'm sorry. You're, you're a good man, Mike. You're, you're. You're good to me, and I, I really appreciate that. I have a gift for you. So once he said, I was like, ah, oh, Jesus, what kind of, I don't want to touch anything. You know what I mean? Like, I'm like, I, ah, like, the, the apology was appreciated, but now it's like, all right, I don't want to, like, it's, the habitat is, yeah, you know, like, yeah, I don't want to, this is how, COVID started was in this guy's house. Um, so I, uh, I'm like, uh, what kind of gift? He's like, you got a CD player? Yes. In 2023, I was asked if I have a CD player and I just, I don't know why I just immediately said, yes. I was like, yeah, yeah, I have a CD player. I guess I was just being sarcastic. My, sarcasm kicked in but turns out i actually do have a cd player because i may 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 not mention this but i own two cars because i'm a big deal no not really one of them is my nice brand new truck 
The other one is a piece of shit that I bought just so I could deliver it. I've referred to it as the hoopty, the shit box. I've discussed it on here. So, uh, you know, in the shit box, it's from 1998. There's a CD player in the shit box. I never used it because, uh, you know, who the fuck listens to CDs anymore? Billy Starr, that's who. So he goes in, he grabs three CDs from his uh, collection, right? And uh, he hands me these three CDs and he goes, I want you to have these as a token of my appreciation for you. Thank you again so much, Mike. I was like, yeah, thanks, Billy. So I'm like, you know, I was get going there. I was all hyped up. I was ready to curse out this old drunk one more time. You know, <laughs> but now I'm kind of like feeling weird about it because I, I wasn't expecting the apology and all that, you know. I, so now I get into the car and in the hoopty, I have this CD player, so. I'm looking at the three CDs that he's handed me, and uh, these were the three CDs he gave me. He gave me ACDC, The Razor's Edge. He gave me uh, Dire Straits, Money for Nothing. That's the uh, Dire Straits was the first band that played on uh, MTV. They had that song. I want my, I want my MTV. Money for nothing. Dire Straits actually has some bangers, dude. I'm not even gonna, not even gonna lie. Dire Straits has some real fucking, uh, real good ones. Straight bangers. Uh, the Sultans swing. Do 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 do. All right. That other one, uh. Do 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 do. Alright, it was in a car commercial or something. They have a lot of songs that sound like they're in car commercials. But whatever, whatever. Everybody knows Dire Straits. But the one that I ended up putting in the CD player was the one I least exp- I, it, it was so was it was the the best hits of Roy Orbison. And uh the first track on the uh, best hits of Roy Orbison is a little song called Only the Lonely. So there I am in my car listening to Only the Lonely and I'm actually starting to feel bad for Billy Starr because I'm like, he is the lonely. He's just sitting in this dilapidated house, bombed up all day. With no real, you know, fucking human connection. This is, he is the lonely. So now I'm feeling guilty and I'm just like, all right, let's do it. So I call him. He doesn't answer because he screens all of his calls. And I call and I call and I call until he finally answers the phone. And when I get him on the phone, I'm like, Hey Billy, it's it's Mike from the pizza place, and he's like, "What? What's up?" And I'm like, "I'm I just wanted to call because I wanted to say I'm sorry 
for, you know, all the mean, I was calling you a, a booze ball and an old drunk uh, earlier, you know, I, I'm really sorry I said all that stuff. I, I hope we're okay. And he goes, Mike, what do you know about paving stones? Then I politely said, have a nice day, Billy, and hung the phone up. And that is the weekend of Billy Starr, my drunken pizza delivery nemesis. Mother's Day is this weekend. Do not forget to take care of your mother. Okay, what are you, a fucking ungrateful bastard of a child? What the fuck is wrong with you? Take care of your ma, all right? You do something nice. But, you know, let's be real. Does mom really want another boring-ass brunch? Does mom really want another gift certificate to a spa? She's had enough of that. What she needs is something to listen to while she's going through her day. She needs something, somebody to make her chuckle and make her, make her week a little brighter. Perhaps something that comes out once a week. Perhaps a podcast could uh, help fill the role that is missing in your mother's life. So this Mother's Day, give your mother the true gift she deserves. And that is subscribe her to a total degenerate podcast. Follow the Instagram at a total degenerate podcast on the Instagram. This is what your mother needs. Uh you know, after you subscribe, review the podcast. Give us five stars. Say something nice in the comments section. Don't just tell your mom. Tell every mom you know. Tell moms to be. If you know a mom that's a mom to be, she's in the hospital. She's nine months pregs. She's about to pump one out. Go in there, throw a pair of headphones on her and go, hey, while you push your baby out, how about a couple of chuckles with this fella? So, please, subscribe, rate, review. Thank you to those who have already done that. (laughs) And happy Mom's Day. Before we get out of here, I uh, made a promise to do some reads. Uh, Yeah, I didn't think this would actually ever become a thing, but it's a thing. So, uh, here I'm going to uh, just read some things. Because Mother's Day is here, and, uh, you know, you got to... Do something nice for your mom. Not just give her the gift of the podcast. How about you go to the down to the West Sable Fire Department and uh yeah, you get her uh, uh you go to the plant sale. This is already I'm butchering this. The, mo- the West Sable Fire Department Jun- Junior Fire Department's plant sale is Saturday, May 13th from 9 to 5, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. And then on Sunday, they're doing it from 9 a.m. to 12 p.m. So for all you last-minute fucking people that don't give a shit about your mothers, get out there, go to the West Sable Junior Fire Department Mother's Day plant sale. Saturday, May 13th, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. Sunday, May 14th, 9 a.m. to 12 p.m. So even the day of Mother's Day, you could still get your mom a little something. You could do the right fucking thing. West Sable Fire Department, 80 Main Street, West Sable, New York. 
Come on down. What else are they doing? Hey, that same day, May 13th, West Sable Junior Fire Department, they're doing a car wash. Two birds, one stone. You go down there, you get your car washed. These kids, they'll fucking, they'll, they'll make it shine. All right? They'll make that car, car shine. They're, they'll get under, you know, the good thing about kids, they got small hands, so they get in their little, little crevices. You know, if you got a mongoloid like me trying to wash your car, my hands can't get to the small crevices because I'm too, they're too fat and large. Whereas the kids, they can, they can scrub the, the stuff better. So, and they're, you know, they're more nimble. They can get underneath and you can really make them clean the car and they'll do it too. They do a hell of a job down there. I've gotten my car washed there before, maybe. But still, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. Saturday, May 13th, this weekend. So don't miss it. Go get your car washed. Go get your mom a nice plant. Don't be a, you know, do the right thing. Help the kids. It's all a fundraiser to help kids, okay? So let's help them. Go get your car washed. 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. West Sable Fire Department, 80 Main Street, West Sable, Saturday, May 13th. What else we got going on with the fire department? Oh, we got a, we got a raffle. Here we go. So just for $5. For $5, you win a chance to win uh, a $250 Visa gift card. Uh, sorry, I'm reading this wrong. Each ticket is a chance to win one of the two grand prizes, which are both. Okay, so there's two grand prizes, and they're both the same thing. So why not? <laughs> $5 gets you a chance at $250. A Visa gift card is as good as cash. It's actually better. That's why... <laughs> That's why scammers got, nah, I mean, they're not really better. But, you know, all those, like, corrupt guys that are calling you to try to scam you out of, mo out of money, they go, hey, put it in a Visa gift card and send it to us that way. Now you'll, <laughs> but this is legit. This, these reads are going great. So it's the stock the shelves raffle. So you could buy uh, t the t the. Yeah, the tickets only cost $5. For any questions, please call Michael Mara at 631-553-0211. His phone number's on the flyer, so I think this was meant to be for given out. So it's the West Sable Engine Company 1 Stock the Shelves raffle. We're stocking the shelves for what? I don't know, but it doesn't matter. I'm sure it's a good cause because it's a fire department cause, and they're not a bunch of... They're doing charitable works for good reasons, not like me who would do them for bad reasons. But, yeah, you got a chance at a $250 Visa gift card. There's two grand prizes, so there's two winners. So might as well take a crack at it. So, again, that number you should call if you have any questions or concerns at 631-553-0211. Stock the shelves raffle. What else we got here? Oh, we got a psychic night. Medium Jeffrey Wands. When's that? Everything's May 13th. Saturday, May 13th, 7 to 11. It's a busy day down at the old fire department on May 13th. So on May 13th, you can go down, you can get a plant for your mother, you can get your car washed, and then you can go to the psychic night with Jeffrey Wands. He's a psychic. Apparently, the evening includes... Uh, Free beer, wine, and soda, 
as well as light snacks. There's li not heavy snacks, light snacks. And there are a limited number of tickets now. So you can get your tickets now at eventbrite.com slash zero slash. Is that zero or O? I'm going to guess that's O. So it's eventbrite.com slash O slash West Sable uh, slash. Uh, wow, this is real hard to read. Okay, here we go. We're gonna real get through this one. We're gonna we're gonna get through it, guys. Eventbrite.com slash o slash west hyphen Sayville hyphen fire hyphen department hyphen engine hyphen company hyphen one hyphen six one six Five four one seven eight one nine three. That's a lot to get out. All right. If you have any questions, please email engine one at wsfd.com. So I recommend just emailing them a question and they'll send you a link to the, if you want to go to the psychic night. Because that website for Eventbrite is pretty long. But, hey, it's psychic night. Jeffrey Wands, he's in town. He's going to do whatever psychics do. So that should be fun. That's 7 to 11, May 13th. So those are all the, the reads I have for the, the West Sable Fire Department. Uh, so, yeah, you want Mother's Day plants. You want a car wash. You want a psychic night. You want a raffle ticket. Listen to all that shit I just said, and you can... Yeah, you got it. <laughs> Those are great reads. That is a promising start to this podcaster's career of doing reads. Isn't that great? I have some stuff to promote myself before I get the fuck out of here. Uh, this Saturday, also May 13th, I have a comedy show at McGuire's Comedy Club. Uh, 9.30 start. Uh, I believe doors open at nine o'clock. Uh, real good lineup, like multiple killers on this thing. Everybody's fucking hilarious. So if you can make it out Saturday, May 13th, McGuire's Comedy Club, you should be there. This coming Monday, May 15th, I am at Butera's Restaurant. It was Sayville, New York, my own stomping grounds. Uh, Family style Italian food. Who doesn't love it? I do. It's good food. No, they really do have good food. My brother had his rehearsal dinner there. It was fucking delicious. Uh, the stuffed mushrooms are unbelievable. Their food is excellent, but what's going to be even better is me because I'm there doing jokes. No, not just me, but a bunch of other funny guys. So May 15th, Butera's uh, in Sayville. Uh, May 13th, uh mcguire's in bohemia uh you can find the ticket link for mcguire's in the bio on my uh instagram on the podcast instagram as well so you can just click that link and it will send you to the site to buy tickets so please buy your tickets now if you're gonna come the sooner the better and uh yeah i appreciate everybody as always and until next week later 